And then I sliced the top off of my toe. Charlie, Gina, she slid into my DMs. Four years later, yeah. we're still annoying each other on the daily. Or at least that's what the police report says. But Chloe, can Alex get your bra off? Well, that's killed the mood, doesn't it? Well, if I see stairs, I'm fucked. Oh, you know, if there's a fire, he can't run, can he? <laughs> if this gets us cancelled, I'm sorry. I didn't come in this community feeling particularly accepted. Today's guests, Alex McKenzie and Chloe Webley, are content creators and better known as Dicks and Copper. They are a interabled couple, and it was a great conversation to have today, particularly surrounding some of the similarities between their relationship and mine and Gina's relationship, as well as Alex's current journey on accepting his disability. I really do hope you enjoy this episode, so please sit back, relax, and enjoy. Welcome to the Not Quite Podcast. I'm Charlie Randall. Let's get ready to rewrite the rule book. Welcome back to the Not Quite Pod. We've got a bit of a different episode today. We've got Gina sitting in with me, and then we've also got Alex and Chloe, better known as Sticks and Copper. Uh, how are you guys? We're great, Tom, eh? How are you both? I'm good, full of cold, and seem like I'm ill all the time, but I'm battling through. I'm tired. Like, today, so for, for the listeners, it's Bank Holiday Monday, but it just feels like a normal Monday. I feel really like, can't be arsed today. <laughs> I know. So, those days. let's get this energy up with the podcast. <laughs> right. We'll make each other laugh, it'll be fine. <laughs> We're going to vibe and it'll be fine, we'll... Get us yeah. We'll finish this and we'll be ready to go out for the day. Yeah. 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 Oh dear. Um so how did you guys meet? Um Chloe, do you want me to be my usual annoying self with this one or do you want to tell the story? You usually do, Charlie, Gina, she slid into my DMs. Fair yeah. play. Um Straight in the ground, weren't you? Didn't muck about. No, we basically started following each other and then we didn't talk for ages and then Alex put a story up and I just like res- replied to it, didn't I? And then from that moment, literally, as cliche as it is, but we literally didn't stop talking. So Four years later, yeah. we're still annoying each other on the daily. Mm. So what I'm hearing is she basically stalked you and then decided, actually, I- I'll ask a question. <laughs> I wouldn't say stalked, I'd say <laughs> observed. <laughs> observed. Observed from a distance. Or at least that's what the police report says. <laughs> <laughs> no, she she's my right-hand woman. Um, I wouldn't be without her, but insufferable. Well, we met, we wear matching uh, outfits occasionally too. We were in mm-hmm. matching outfits yesterday. So I hate to admit it, so do we. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I forced him. <laughs> yeah, literally. My brother came round um, and he was like, what is going on? And I was like, do you like it? He went, no, that's awful. I'm intrigued though is it the same situation that I have basically because 
it takes me like 10 minutes to pick out my clothes. Whereas if I said to Gina, can you grab me some clothes? It takes her the whole of two seconds. So yeah. that then ensues us wearing the same outfits. Basically, yeah. To be fair, I do say to him, what do you want to wear? <laughs> and you say, he'll, he'll be like, oh, I don't mind. So I just pick what, what hmm. I want him to wear. Well, you dress better yeah. than I would. Exactly. So. <laughs> we have... We have a few gym clothes that are like not identical, but the same, like same colours or whatever. So quite often we'll go to the gym in like matching gym outfits. Yeah. Um, and then if we're going out, I always try and match our colours up. Yeah, that's what I do. I always like colour coordinate. Just yeah. so we, even if it's like not the same, like we have a few like jumpers and that are the same. But even if it's not like we try to wear the same colour or like. Colour, yeah. yeah. Charlie, are they? <laughs> Yeah, I think that's the normal <laughs> thing to do, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Are we weird, Chloe? Although, Are we weird? <laughs> although, you're definitely more into your bright colours than I am. Yeah. You love a bit of a bright green or a bright yellow. I'm like, no, give me that dark blue, khaki, black. I, yeah, yeah, I'm not I'm not a bright colour guy. I'm sorry. The only thing I can now think about is you two in matching, like, leggings, doing squat. <laughs> <laughs> And I can't get that out of my head. Oh, we do have, I have like maroon leggings and he has pretty much the same, but in joggers. Okay. Like, so pretty much matching. <laughs> you know what they say, those who match, you know. What do they say? I, I don't, don't know. know. Yeah, what, what do, do they, they say? say? <laughs> <laughs> Chloe's just I'm making sure. herself feel better. Yeah. <laughs> I'm making up as a guy long. Oh, we all. <laughs> oh, dear. So, uh, Alex, me and you, if I remember rightly, me and you got the same disability, is that right? Cerebral palsy. Yep. Hit the nail on the head. Let me guess. Uh, quadriplegia or diaplegia? Diaplegia, because I've learned it since we last talked. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> yeah, he's so so how does it affect you, like, day-to-day? Obviously, everyone's different. Everyone has different uh, reactions. Reactions to it's the wrong word, but you know what I mean. Um, yeah. How does it sort of affect you day-to-day? Well, if I see stairs, I'm fucked. Um, <laughs> no, in all honesty, it's more of a balance thing. I've got no balance, no centre of gravity. Um, and my legs, technically, are... Fully functional, like yeah. Chloe says to me all the time that I'm not allowed to take the make out my legs because technically they are normal. It's my brain that doesn't like the legs. Yeah. Other than that, though, I seem to be all right. Yeah, I mean some like <laughs> dexterity things as well, like yeah. fine yeah. skills. But yeah. that's just yeah, yeah. Don't yeah. get me to, don't get me to tie laces. Don't don't ask me to do anything with fine movements. Like no, whenever I got got something where like you have to do it in a straight line, don't ask. Don't ask actually, me to do that. I'm gonna jump in with a juicy question already. But Chloe, can Alex get your bra off? Can he undo your bra? Um, <laughs> he can. Oh, that's a decent <laughs> attempt. But it's... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, the worst thing is, I'm completely with you. I'm the exact same. And like, to the point, sometimes I'm just like, do you just want me to sit? Yeah, <laughs> literally. I'm like... Da, 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 yeah. Da. <laughs> I'm 
no, he does do it. He can do it now, but um, it did take a little practice. <laughs> yeah, same. He literally um, looks at it like it's Fortnite. And like, <laughs> all you have to do is slide and undo. With my one, I've got two like pins on one of them. And he's like, well, I've done one. Why is the other one not coming? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> yep. Yeah, I, I'm there. I'm right there. And it also depends on the bra. Some bras are easier than others. Yeah. 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 I mean, minutes in and we're already making tits of ourselves. The bad dad jokes have already come out. But he's such a mood killer. Like, that's the worst thing about the whole thing. It's like, don't mind me. I'm still trying. Still trying. <laughs> still trying. <laughs> It's alright, you just sit there and think, yeah, it's alright, it will happen in a minute. Yeah. <laughs> the rest of you just sit there going, start questioning what, why am I here? <laughs> <laughs> oh, <that's laughs> but, um, <laughs> well, you know, usually the questions are like, so, what do you have to do? Like, how is your relationship unbalanced by him being disabled? And I'm like, no. The real question is, <laughs> we both know, we both know those dexterity struggles. <laughs> yeah. Look, the involuntary spasms. What we need to like that, those ones are just pain in the ass. Like they'll happen at the worst times. One time, um, we were laying in bed. <laughs> I don't even know what she's gonna say. I'm scared. <laughs> And um, we were, yeah, we were kind of getting a bit physical, if you want to say that. Alex rolled one way. (laughs) (laughs) Somehow, like completely, I think, I don't even know how it happened. On the end of the bed, like when I'm at his, I normally keep my suitcase there. And I normally like sort it out, but I hadn't sorted it out. So it was just open at the end of the bed. (laughs) And Alex somehow, all of a sudden, just like flipped backwards wrong <laughs> and I was like well that's killed the mood doesn't it <laughs> and he was just sat there like a turtle like oh. I was like oh gosh where where right it's I sit apparently yeah <laughs> <laughs> it always happens at like the worst moments doesn't it yep. yeah yeah no the um the common one for us is like you know after we've been physical, mm. this is the not quite politically correct podcast, yeah, and we're being on. very politically correct. Just but... say it, we were shaking. Just move on. After, after. yeah. Um, Charlie will just be sat there, really still, and I'm like, "You okay?" He's like, mm, "My legs got into spasm." I'm like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> or, or it's happened now. Or it's the sudden cramp. That's the yeah. worst one. Yeah. The sudden cramp is not the one. All that adrenaline drops, the leg cramps. I actually get this cramp in my foot. (laughs) So I'm like, you got a massage my foot. (laughs) I'm like, I need to stop. Time out, time out. Pause. Exactly. That's fair. Or like talking about muscle spasms though, one my ones not like not bedroom related, but my one of my ones was um I Basically, I used to go around the kitchen all the time barefoot. And I'd basically, first time it happened, I dropped something. Because I dropped something, I'd flinched. And my foot kicked out. And I'd kicked the bottom of the oven. But it was one of the metal grates. Oh. And then I sliced the top off of my toe. Oh, no, 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 no. And then it gets worse. It gets so much worse. So then about after that, 
six months, it all healed up, all fine. And literally, probably about six months to the day, I did the exact same thing again. Ooh. And at that time, the worst thing is no one was around, and I couldn't stop the bleeding. So I was just bleeding, and so I was like, okay, what do I do? Because I'm like, stuck in the kitchen, so I'd like, willed myself t- to the wet, to my wet room and just sat there with my foot in the shower bleeding out while mum waiting for mum to get home. <laughs> oh no, honestly. We Alex always slices his feet and sometimes he doesn't even realise and I'm like, Where's this blood yeah. coming from? And it's literally he always managed to do it. I was as at his he's got non suite and normally he uses the main bathroom which is like more accessible. But of recent he's been using this en suite which has got quite a big step up and to get out it's got like a metal bit for the doors yeah, yeah. and he yeah. always every single time mm. he's cringing <laughs> every time he seems to slice his toe on it and i try to lift his foot out of it like quick enough oh. so he doesn't do it but like yeah. the other day he mm. was like <laughs> he was like yeah, no, it's fine. I, I can do it. And I was like, are you sure? Like, I came back, <laughs> there's literally blood everywhere. And I was like, what the hell has happened? And yeah, he literally sliced his foot open. And he didn't I mean, the, it. He was like... The, wor- the worst oh. thing is, and I can relate to this so much, because being ha- having spent a lot of time in like the past swimming, whenever you cut yourself in and around water, it looks far worse than it yeah. is. Like the amount of times I've got out of a swimming pool and be like, your coaches would be like, you're bleeding. And I'm like, oh yeah. Oh yeah, would you look at that? I am bleeding. <laughs> but it just, it's because in water it just yeah. expands and goes everywhere and you think, yeah. oh my gosh, it's awful. But yeah. Jaws. Yeah. Yeah, Jaws. <laughs> it's it just messy. The yeah. worst thing is, it just turns into a whole thing, especially if it's in like a leisure centre. So, oh my god, you've cut your toe, like fill out the accident form, do this, do that. And I'm like, I just cut my toe, like it's fine. I mean, we, we were talking about it the other day, we went to a gym, uh, near us, never been there before, thought, oh, we'll try it out. And I'd fell over in the car park and basically cut my hand open. So, I'd gone in and been like, do you mind if I borrow a plaster? And I'm like, oh, you can't use a plaster without filling in the accident form. Bear in mind, this cut was tiny, and I'm like, I just need a plaster. I'll fill in the form. But then there, it was a whole thing because then some the manager had to come down. Everyone had to come. I'm like, yeah, I just need a plaster. Sign off. Yeah. yeah, it's literally health it's... and safety goes mad. Yeah, yeah. Uh, health and safety plus disabled people equals bad idea. We went to the gym, a different gym, similar story, and it was literally like for me, I just walked in, and then they were like, oh no no no, I <laughs> we need to fill out this whole form, and I was like, what? Yeah, and then Alex was like, yeah, um, this is normal. And yeah. I was like... Completely yeah. normal. What? I yeah. went to basically all the doctors <coughs> before I found one that would take me. That's so bad that would even take you. Mm. The, the thing is, it's like, as you say, it's the health and safety thing. They want to cover their own ass so that if you anything happens to you, it's not like neglect from them. Yeah. Even though it technically is, like, they're making you sign a form to say... I'm responsible for myself. Essentially, yeah. if you die, you die. Yeah, always yeah. take care. Yeah, it's awful. Yeah. But then he is, funny. and it's the same in hotels. Do you get to a hotel and like <laughs> you have to explain to them? Oh, yes, I'm fine getting him out in a fire. No, I probably would need support, but like, oh, yes, yeah, we're going to need the vac chair, and it's like you have to fill out the full form to yeah. say how you're going to get out in a fire. 
and pretty yeah. much like basically can you do it on your own so that we don't have to worry about our staff coming yeah. to get you or we had one the other week at uh, travel lodge near gina <laughs> where the assistant manager like just he's trying to be too friendly but then also the phrases he's using i'm like oh dear we need to definitely do some work with you because that's <laughs> not quite uh inclusive language or any like, form of good language to be fair it was like overcompensating like he t- he was like, being all right with char and then he was like um oh if you get on a plane we have to tell you that your exits are here here and here so like that's all i'm doing now basically saying like we're just making sure before the fact that the safety is in place kind of thing but then he turned to me after speaking to charles like knows Charlie is fully capable of communicating, turned to me and went, well, you know, if there's a fire, he can't run, can he? And I was like, what? I was like, honestly, it leaves you speechless, like, what the fuck's actually just happened? But then I'm also like, well, you're not incorrect, but... And why did you need to point that out? We've we've spoken to you about the things that need to be in place if the fire happens, and yes, we need the back chair, blah, blah, blah. Like, why do you then need to turn to me and be like, well, he can't run? Well, no, I've just established that. Yeah. And then, <laughs> I know that one. Yeah. yeah. And the, the assistant manager, we had a few, another thing with the parking space. So we got there and literally there's no noticeable parking spaces available. But we noticed that there's someone parked in one without a blue badge. So we've gone in to the managers and gone like, who owns this car? Can you get them to move it? And it turns out to be one of the staff members. And then, so I'm like, okay, so you'd gone in and spoken to them, and he, it just happened that the person you spoke to was the owner of the car. Yeah, well, that's how we knew it was a staff member. So, like, I went in, and he was trying to play it off, like, oh, it was a staff, member of staff's car, like, we were allowed to, like, they're allowed to park there if there's no parking, and I went, well, no, that's not okay, because we can't park anywhere else, go and fucking yeah. park somewhere else. And yeah. I was like, there is... There is parking spaces available, but we can't park in them because we won't be able to get out of the car. I said, at the moment, we are like just parked on the end, which technically there's no like yellow lines or anything. And a few people do it. This hotel, like the parking's not great. Mm. Um, so I was like, we can leave our car there if you want. And he was like, no, no, it's fine. Like, I'll, I'll, I'll move the car. So it's clearly his car because then he went and moved. I it. mean, what was even funny was I clocked walking past the car that it had gucci like inserted <laughs> headdress and then i clocked that the guy talking to me had a gucci belt and i'm like well, there's a good chance there's a good chance that yeah. it's his car but then the assistant manager so i bumped into the assistant manager after the fact and he was like oh how was your evening is everything okay same guy that's like oh yeah he can't walk um <laughs> and i'm basically like well no not really because i've just had to tell one of your um members of staff to get out of the same because he wasn't he didn't have a blue badge he's like oh well no he is he is disabled he just forgot to bring his badge with him and i'm like don't lie to me like yeah, if, yeah. if that was the case the guy would have gone to me i'm really sorry mate i forgot to put my badge up i have got a blue badge and i would have gone fair enough like i've done it yeah, and, yeah. and that would have been the end of the conversation but because he's gone oh i'll go move the car likelihood is he hasn't got a blue badge so don't try and go oh no yeah it's just literally it was it was so bizarre it was so bizarre but yeah that to be fair like this is a really lame question that a proper like disability community question (laughs) have you stayed in a premier inn 
like the visibility <laughs> stage of your career. You were like literally like, what are you talking about? We're waiting for the rest of the question. Yes, we have. Yeah. To be yeah. fair, we, we really only play in primary. We swear by them. See, this is the thing. Oh, no. I find that everybody in the Sam community swears by a Premier Inn, but whenever we try and book a Premier Inn, it has a bath, which he can't use. So. No. We we always book the wet room of the Premier Inn. So when you go to book, like you have to specify which one you want. Um, yeah, but normally, normally I get there and they go, oh, well, that wasn't available, so we've given you this one. It's like, oh. They did that to us <laughs> once and I literally was like, well, this is no good, Like I booked a wet room. And because I'd booked it, they were like, we're going to have to move you. Because I was like, he literally cannot get in that yeah. bar. Yeah, yeah. It's completely useless. Um, although last time we went, we could only book a. Um, we went to Cardiff a couple of weeks ago, and we could only book a bath. We, I've got a bath board. Um, yeah, we've got a bath board like, which helps. But um, I quite like the bath board. We decided as well, very stupidly, that Alex would actually get in the bath, and that didn't end up. Very- <laughs> No. <laughs> I, know time. I um, just yeah. almost broke my back trying to get him oh, back out. Yeah. <laughs> let me get. Let me guess. He looks like a stranded seal. <laughs> <laughs> I bruised my leg where I like, a bit <laughs> cold, but like, it looked really dodgy anyway. And yeah. we explained to our parents who we were like, "Yeah, we had a lovely time." Apart from Alex got stuck in the bath, and then Alex was like, "Yeah, I had a lovely time." Though. I was like, "Yeah, well, good for you." Mm-hmm. you know, yeah. 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 <laughs> So I was like, we're never booking a bath again. And he was like, I really liked it. I was like, well, we're not booking a bath again. It's not happening. Oh, so can we talk about like a really random point? But can we talk about the fact that everyone goes, when they hear like, oh, yeah, it's hard to, for me to get in the bath. They're like, oh, why don't you get one of those ones with the door? Like the door, <laughs> so you, you sit in it. And then I'm like, first of all, I'm not Deirdre. Second of all, also, how stupid are that? You sit there and you go, okay, so I'm going to turn on the tap and wait for the thing to fi- fill up. Yeah. Yeah. Like, it's gonna, <laughs> and then also, do you know what I'm also going to do? I'm going to wait for it to empty so I can get out. <laughs> get out. I know, literally. It's so stupid, isn't it? And they don't look nice either. And do people not realise that everything being disabled is so expensive as well? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. it's not even the fact of getting these things which okay a lot of them do look like you know your grandma wants it and they don't look very appealing to like young disabled but they don't they do they but equally like they're expensive yeah so it's a bit crazy isn't it yeah we just use the bath board and we stick with the bath board yes and we 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 do indeed swear by a premier in yeah, we have. Yeah. To... Looks like we're the outliers. Yeah, maybe we need to actually maybe try we need to and a second chance. Yeah, we were like, oh no, always a travel item, always got a wet room, and no. actually, my parents is all right. But mm. then we have been to some dodgy travel. Yeah, items, the one so... in Slough was brutal. Oh, the one in the <gasps> one in Slough <gasps> was like the worst oh, experience we've had in a while. They th- their idea of like a double bed was literally a camp bed and a normal bed. Yeah. In the accessible room, it was like twin beds that you can put together, but it wasn't even twin beds. I was like, what what am I? (laughs) Why have I paid for an actual bed and you're giving me a camp bed? That's ridiculous. Yeah. And then my mum and dad had to swap their room because their bathroom was like dodgy. I was like, yeah, that, your mum like, and dad's bathroom. I thought it'd be We stayed in one in Southampton in a travel lodge, and it was like that. They'd even like. 
it was it was bad like we've got nothing wrong with people like i think there was a lot of homeless people staying there which absolutely fine but they because of this they'd like sellotaped all the doors so they couldn't actually shut you know where like some of them are card they were like card scans but they'd like sellotape them so they couldn't shut i was like and they were like proper fire doors and i was like i'm sure that's not allowed and there were so many things wrong with this like let me just go uh through the underground car park for and they called it disabled access because the lift they had for the main entrance was not working i was like that's not good enough like you can't just say it's not working and because all the other way like if alex wasn't if i wasn't with alex alex wouldn't be able to get in because the doors were really heavy and they were none like automatic doors yeah. nothing it was like just a nightmare it was yeah. it was all pretty rough so it yeah. is funny the amount of like clangers that you have yeah like we had one this is proper like disability chat but it's the chat we love yeah like, talking about the dodgy <laughs> oh no no we have to say we have to say oh i of so we recently went to turkey in um uh, sort of October time last year and got there and they basically double booked the accessible room. So I had to spend two days in a standard room. Bear in mind, I was fuming, but I was like, there's, there's not a lot we can do. So we've got into, so the accessible, the non-accessible room was actually all right. Like you could kind of get away with sticking a uh, balcony chair in the shower and then you could just do your business and move on. But then we got into the accessible room. And so I've looked at the bathroom and it's like your standard wet room um, with the seat and everything. Mm. And then I'm sitting there and I'm going, but the seat is backed on to the shower controls. So if I sit on the seat, my back is to the shower controls. What? How does that work? the, The accessible room was less accessible than the standard room. It was just bizarre. And then the compensation that they gave us for double booking the room, which I just do not get how these rooms get double books because you can't book them on the website. You often have to email or ring. Mm. Surely you sit there and you book the room out yeah. like you would any other room on an automated system gets automatically booked out. So the fact that they don't do that means the rooms then get double booked. But like, yeah, I just, it does, it does not make sense to me. It didn't help that the lady that, confirmed our booking via email was sat behind the desk yeah. trying to hide from us and she be like, sat in the I know it's you yeah. <laughs> she didn't yeah, don't hide you know who it is yeah. so their compensation was a meal in the restaurant that you would usually have to pay for because it was like an all inclusive hotel so it was a meal in the restaurant you usually have to pay for and then when we got there the special table like the bigger table for group family groups is up three steps no <laughs> handrail just up three steps, it's like on a platform. Oh and I was literally God. like, are you stupid? Yeah. Like, I get this is the special table and it was a really nice table. It was set off from everyone else, like it was nice. But in this instance, yeah. would you not just make a larger table down and then put the ta- put some of the single tables on the platform? Like, yeah. it, there was just no logic in it, but a lot of them, obviously English is their second language, which is completely understandable. And we just didn't want to push it too far so that we didn't get to enjoy our holiday so i mean the fun the funniest one has to be so going back to the the wet room in the accessible room so i'm in the shower and i basically pushed back to like reposition myself on the chair and as i've done that i've heard crunch followed by snap Followed by clang, and I was like, no. 
and then I've looked, and the grab rail has literally just come off the wall. And I've been like, Gina, um, you might need to come in and give me a hand. And she was like, what was that noise? I was like, come look at this. I was expecting him to be on the floor, to be honest, so it was a bit of a relief, but yeah. <laughs> Although the other thing as well, and Alex, I don't know if you can appreciate this, we're going on a very big tangent and we will go on to a separate topic in a minute. 20 minutes and we've yeah. probably been talking about hotels. It's fine, sorry. So, why is it, have you, like, have you travelled to Europe at all, Alex? Um, I did Bruges and, like, Guernsey when I was, like, 13. Okay, so hopefully in Bruges, Bruges you might have experienced it. Why is it European disabled toilets always have a really weirdly shaped toilet seat like i don't get it i really don't get it like it will be one where there's like a huge gap in the middle but the problem is it's like climbing mount everest just to get onto the toilet i've, I've got a bit of a theory i mean i had one of my best friends at uni i don't really speak to him much anymore was a estonian bloke and he genuinely went to me it was like introduction at uni and we went for a coffee um mm. we got talking geekery in the introduction and that when you sort of joining uni is grounds for friendship and therefore coffee um and he went you're the first disabled person i've seen uh. in real life <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> mate and he went, yeah, we don't really have them. <laughs> uh, and I went, They're locked away. They're locked yeah. away. You must. You must. Yeah. Uh, every, every Estonian is just perfectly able-bodied. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was funny. But what I will say about, like, Europeans, and I, my uh, barber's an Italian, and I love this for him like from him um there's no airs and graces with them and i love it you yeah know, i find a lot of the time you know british establishments especially if they're not confident with disability will really like tr- yeah beat around the bush and try yeah. and like yeah, you, get you out the door, be yeah. correct. Whereas this bloke's just like, you're right, mate. Sit down, cut your hair, fuck off. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. Um, or they'll like they'll they'll figure a way around. Yeah. So like, although we had a few issues with that hotel, like they were on it to support us whenever they could. And the whole time we were there, they, they had these stair lifts around the pool, and then. Um, that every they single day there was maintenance guys looking at this these lifts yeah. to try and make sure they worked efficiently because it took about five attempts yeah. and you got stuck on one um, <laughs> because they insisted they they kind of insisted that he use these because Charlie can do stairs so we had just been coping because mm. um, he didn't need to use the stairs too much. Um, the problem was, but yeah, that they, they have people on there, so I think I, I get what you mean, Alex. I'm like they're. They're just like they don't yeah. care. They yeah. will make it work. They're, they're very it's much... just quite interesting that they're not as forward in their accessibility, yeah. but actually in their approach and their attitude, they can be. A lot of the time, in foreign countries, is very much will find a way, and also they don't make you feel weird about it. Where no. often, after the times, if Brits try and do that, it's like, don't make me feel like a child. Yeah. I 
Yeah, I, I wouldn't say Turkey was like one of the most accessible places we've no. been to, but the thing is with us is we never fully plan either. But um, mm. so like we go with the flow, and obviously this was like a an all inclusive. Like the area was beautiful, but it wasn't like every restaurant you went into had a disabled toilet. Quite a few, a few of them did, or like we we just yeah. you know make do and mend. Um, but the, as we said, like the staff was amazing. The one thing that was great was whenever we got in a taxi. I'm so used to like Uber drivers literally just sitting there and waiting for you to get your stuff out or they're already booking the next job. So I was like grabbing, because we've got um, his front wheel attachment, I'm like grabbing it all out of the car, shoving it all on the side of the road. And I usually just shove it all on the side of the road, get Charlie out, and then they can drive off. They can do what they want. Yeah. Um, and the bloke was like, calm down, it's yeah. fine. Then he got out and he was helping me get the stuff out. like, And he was literally like chill and chatting to his mate in the taxi rank. Like... And I was like, okay, this is this yeah. is so much nicer. Like, yeah. it is interesting that despite the accessibility not quite being there, and maybe it is because we're tourists as well, the attitude is there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, it was funny. He was very much like, no, I'm here to do this. Let yeah. me do it. And I'm he like, was like, he was like shouting at me to like, get, you know, not stop getting the stuff out of the car because that's his job as a taxi driver. He gets mm. the stuff out of the car, whereas an Uber driver or even a taxi driver here often just sits. There and wait well, to get the My personal favourite, don't scratch my car. Don't yeah. scratch my car. I'm uh, not going to scratch your car. Yeah, well, we've had that like, a lot. They get, they do the ramp. Like We've had wheelchair accessible taxis and they do the ramp mm-hmm. and they're like, don't have a clue actually how to use the, use ramp. the ramp. Or like, um, the one time they were like, not going to use a seatbelt on Alex. I was like, does he not need the belt? And they were like, oh, I don't know how to use that. So in the end, like I did it in the end, and I strapped Alex in because we'd been in loads. I do know how to do it, and you know, it's not that difficult. Mm. Well, I see how yeah. do you not know? Like surely that's yeah. your job to know. Yeah. But they were just so blasé, like oh no, we just don't strap wheelchairs, and I was like, I'm pretty sure you have to. Yeah. <laughs> oh, like the wavs where you go into the back, and then there's the big bolt thing. Mm. Is that what you're on about? Yeah. yeah that's crazy. Because like right. in in London cabs, they don't like strap you down, but it's because it's pretty. Yeah, it's flat, it's, isn't it? It's pretty flat, pretty sturdy, yeah. but a wav's quite different. <laughs> yeah, this boat was like, oh, I've, I've, I'm borrowing this off my mate and I've never used it before. I was thinking, well, we booked a wheelchair. And it, the car was a wheelchair accessible like van, but yeah. ooh, that was in Edinburgh. Do you remember? I do, yeah. And he was just like, and then he was like, okay, I'll, I'll strap you in loads now. Because I was like, you do need to strap him in. Because Alex's brakes aren't particularly great either. And he was literally like... Yeah flying around to be like, fair though that taxi company that the that was on the way back the yeah, way there the was bloke really was good. really really good and i really no, i say about you know the british having airs and graces not the scottish the scottish yeah. were really good um yeah. well, i just find it funny how you can find such different approaches in like the same company yeah. Yeah. Like, it's mad, isn't it? You'd think they all go through the same kind of training, but I think sometimes there's no training. So Mm -hmm. it depends on the person and their own experiences or their own attitude because they've not had the, like, group training of, like, they'll all be kind of on the same page. It just depends on which person you get. But Mm -hmm. how did you find Edinburgh? Uh, This is like a travel podcast now. Yeah. (laughs) I will will shift it in a minute. I, I, I will shift it. It, it's out of the top of the UK. You can see it. You can see it. <laughs> 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 I 
drove past it so many times. I <laughs> um, wonder what that strange place was. Yeah. <laughs> <Got> a castle. <laughs> Um, it was very hilly. I know that sounds ridiculous, yeah. but Alex yeah. has an add-on smooth, which normally does pretty well. But even that was struggling. So then I was having to do the bulk of the pushing, which yeah. is all right. But when they're like that, then you're like, oh my god, I'm gonna die at the top of this. I'm not particularly like I'm not really into fitness. Like, I do, I do like walks. I do long walks with a dog and things like that's kind of my fitness. But I was, I was dead. Yeah. <laughs> I was yeah. Like, can we, get a we, we made some very rookie mistakes in Edinburgh. It was our first trip sort of away, like travelling away as a couple. And basically our theory, our theory was fairly sound. It was a fairly sound theory. Was I'd rented an electric wheelchair when we'd gone to festivals and stuff. So mm. the theory was we get to Edinburgh and then I'll rent an electric wheelchair and that'll be that. And then I'll just use that for the weekend. Finding somewhere where you can rent an electric wheelchair in Edinburgh was significantly challenging. So I ended up resorting to, at this point, we couldn't really find anything. So I ended up resorting to getting a mobility scooter. Now, the problem with that is they're quite big and Edinburgh is quite quaint, (laughs) meaning I can't really like get out of the mobility scooter and just wander around the shop. So it was very much like, Ah, I'm stuck now, and this is yeah. this is what it is. But then on the flip side of that as well, the way you pick it up, and literally as I'm picking it up, he was like, "Oh, by the way, you know that you can't take this on public transport." And I was like, uh... "It was it was pissing it down with rain, so we ended up walking back to the hotel." I've got the wheelchair, so the wheelchair's drenched. We're drenched. It wasn't. I think like. I'd like to do Edinburgh again just because I think we made some mistakes. But yeah. mm. I find it quite funny, like, people say Edinburgh's so beautiful and they fall in love with it. And it's like, it is a beautiful city, but it's interesting sometimes, as like, from the disabled community. Yeah. It's not somewhere I would rush back to just because but then it's, when you face those accessibility changes, it affects your view on the... Yeah, it's similar to our experience. Place. So we had a bit of a hit and miss experience of Amsterdam. Because mm. Amsterdam, trying to find an accessible toilet or an accessible restaurant was practically impossible. Mm. But then also, I've got a friend um, who's also got so ballsy, uses a wheelchair, uh, and she loves it. She's always there. And I'm like, what am I missing? Yeah, what, do I, what, did, I, what did I miss? Because <laughs> that's the thing. It's not like a toilet's one thing because we just go into the hotels yeah. and that was actually quite fine. But the restaurants like we couldn't find anywhere to even get into because there was a massive step in or there was no toilet once you got in there and then you have to think about well you can't have too many drinks with your meal or whatever so yeah it's just pain isn't it but we i think with us we're kind of brute force and ignorance a lot of it which probably isn't great but with like alex being in his chair i there was like shops that had a lot of steps but i'm quite used to like bumping up and down steps so for us like i just we just kind of did it we, we did yeah. have the smooth yeah and the smooth was yeah. a Which godsend did but... help um i mean i'm very lucky that chloe is very hands-on and you know that you know i'm incredibly lucky to have chloe in a multitude of Ways and reasons. Don't ask but, blushing. But the um, <laughs> how's that ego, Chloe? <laughs> yeah, Chloe. 
This is yeah. good. This is totally horrible. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, the the thing I found with Edinburgh is because I had to turn my smooth talk up. There'd be ways that, like, you need it to be quite on powerful to get up the hills. Yeah. But then there's no, like, in between. You're either going up or you're going down. And I remember, like, thinking I was some sort of electrified bowling ball. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, mate, please move out of the way. Oh, I hate that. I hate that. Absolutely gone because there's no way I'm stopping. Yeah. Because I have the same, my front wheel attachment. Like, if I'm getting up a steep, steep hill, I need to get momentum going. So, like, the amount of times people are like, do you know what? I'm just going to step across him. Yeah. I'm just going to step. And I'm like, I'm, uh, my choices are hit you at full velocity and take you with me. <laughs> or stop, but then start rolling back that, down the hill. Yeah, exactly. People don't get it. Like, able-bodied people can just stop. Like, I know that from being yeah. able-bodied. Like, but... Be with Alex, like Alex cannot just stop because then it's hard to carry on, or he'll yeah. roll back, and it's just yeah, people don't get it, do yeah. they? No, no. no. <laughs> I fell into a nice Texan man, which was a uh, we had a bit of a bonding experience there. <laughs> <laughs> um, Alex came away with his number. Yeah, yeah. He's been <laughs> flirting with all of them. <laughs> on your um, you mentioned earlier, like obviously about uh, British people being quite like politically correct and being quite careful about what they say what is your view on like the whole thing with the social media content creator space being quite like being quite i'm gonna use it use it because i don't know any other way to say it but like woke in terms of being very like wanting to pick apart every situation um mm-hmm. yeah what is your you guys view on that as a table couple Chloe, take this. No, come on. Oh, mm-hmm. oh God, I've put them up against it now. No, you've, you've really not. I have an opinion, but I can't... God, here I will, we go. I will explain this opinion to you two. Um, Why well, everyone else is listening. Yeah, well, yeah. Um, <laughs> if this gets us cancelled, I'm sorry for the sake of the TikTok. Um, <laughs> I, I don't know in the terms of, like... I've never really come fully to terms with the disabled community because you meet wonderful people. Mm. You do, like, we've met some wonderful, you know, you two, mm. our, our friend in Ireland, Neve, she's wonderful. But, yeah, got some you know, you do meet wonderful people, but especially, like, before Sticks in Copper, before Chloe, I met some right individuals that just want to play, you know, disabled top trumps. Yeah, yeah, that's a big thing. My disability is worse than yours. Yeah. Yeah. I can do more more than you, and I've got this disability. I get this PIP payment, and I've got this mobility car. And I'm thinking, mate, I I can't even, can't even, like, what? Yeah. yeah, what are we doing here? Like, what, yeah. what, 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 what is it? What are we trying to achieve? It's, and do you find out it's like it's either that or it's the flip side of like, well, I don't get that, and like, oh, you're privileged to yeah. get that as a yeah. Oh, honestly, um, it was quite funny because way before Chloe, like literally a couple of years before Chloe, I was talking 
to a lady, not not talking to a lady, but I was talking to a local fellow disabled female. And um, <laughs> <laughs> so the amount of disclaimers in there. Yeah. Not um, chat interrupt, just having yeah. a conversation. Dude, you weren't with her at the time, I'm sure it's allowed. I know, right? really. No, I really wasn't. Right, carry on. And um, <laughs> I, I was going through the ringer a bit myself, and I was. My body was absolutely done in because mm. I'd done it to myself. And I, I was saying to her, like, it's difficult because there's my body hurting because disability and there's my body hurting because my mental health was shot and I'd done some stupid things, you know. I'll let the audience put that together. Um, and she went... Well, I can't eat food. I I can only eat liquidised food. And I was like, ah, oh, crap. It was like a serious thing. Yeah, yeah but it's yeah. just like... But then it makes you feel guilty for your yeah. own pain, which yeah. I hate. Like, everyone experiences something differently and it goes in the mm. disabled community and beyond that. Like, yeah. I think there's a lot of almost guilt tripping of, like, oh, you... You, I've been through worse than you and you're like, you know, you're making a big deal of it. It's like, yeah, but I'm experiencing this now and that's how I'm coping with it and that's how I'm grieving or or coping with those feelings. And, yeah, I might be worse than uh, – acting worse than you, but it's not as bad as you mm. or whatever, but um, it's just how I'm experiencing it. That's yeah. It's it's like guilt tripping and basically saying you can't moan about that because I've got it worse. And yeah. do you find like, – out of curiosity, Alex, me and Charlie were talking about it the other day. I find in the cerebral palsy community particularly, mm. there's a lot of like, almost like you've not tried hard enough and like, you know, almost you can cure your cerebral palsy if you try hard enough, particularly when you're younger. And mm. I think like it's quite toxic because it almost makes it sound like, oh, because you didn't put the physio yeah. in when you were younger that's why you can't walk now and it's like well actually no charlie was told at a young age like he wouldn't be able to walk independently or if he was it was only going to be a couple Probably of steps, steps yeah. and like yeah that could help in some situations but the amount of pressure and the amount of um physical like toll that took on his body isn't worth it for the sake of using a wheelchair and having so much more independence by using the wheelchair and it's like when you use your chair, your hands are free, you can get round a lot easier on your own. Mm. Whereas if you're using your frame, your legs ache quicker, like yeah. you get you I'm get more uncomfortable and you can't yeah. use your hands because you need to hold on to yeah. the frame for balance. And yeah. like do you find Alex the same? Like it's a bit it's a it's a little bit toxic or can be. I, I find it a lot toxic. And <laughs> I'm I'm coming at the stage of like I'm learning that people are nice. I didn't come in this community feeling particularly accepted, which is ironic because it's not like every, each of us gets a special card that says, you are now... You know, <laughs> You're now a disabled member. Um, it's just, it's weird because it's no. I had that from family. I've got some very old school Welsh family that one of them literally said to me, well, said to my parents... Do you think you should get him a pogo stick to improve his balance? And that's a genuine thing. Um, but 
it was a case of what <laughs> yeah <laughs> just like that <laughs> it's just the, the thought of Alex trying to do that yeah <laughs> I'm sorry it. but a pogo stick is bloody hard anyway anyway try yeah. having like balance issues and not like your brain doesn't communicate with your legs what <laughs> Alex can't stand unaided so yeah <laughs> like even if he tried to stand up now without anything he couldn't so I don't know how yeah. they need to be on a pogo yeah. stick uh, the way I describe cerebral palsy is like a leading tower of pizza they just slowly start going going gone yeah and the thing is I don't know about you Gina but when Alex is walking, which to be fair, he walks like around the house and uses his wheelchair outside. But mm. I can kind of tell when he's gonna like fall before mm, he yeah. can tell. Sometimes, like I can see a a situation that he's in, and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, he's leaning," and he he doesn't have any sense of that he's leaning. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Charlie will be Charlie will lean a lot. Like <laughs> yeah. the two the two wheels of the frame have come off the floor, and I'm like, is he about to go? Is he aware? Is he yeah. aware that his wheels are off the floor <laughs> and he's yeah. currently not supported by anything? <laughs> oh no! The other day I let two my board and then he fell out of my chair. Yeah, literally. Mm. And also, like, do you get it? Where he's stood sometimes and slowly he just starts sinking because his legs are starting to give. Yeah, way. yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Alex, Alex doesn't look impressed by this conversation. <laughs> Sorry, Alex. <laughs> Alex is like, why you got out me like this? <laughs> <laughs> he'll do the washing up. I make him do the washing up, but sometimes he'll be like this. And I'm like, do you want to sit down? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. I didn't realise. <laughs> <laughs> Just slowly getting yeah. sinking. sinking. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Look, we try our best. Yeah. But no, it is that whole thing. Of, like, I, I, I want to hear Alex's rest of the story about the Pogo stick. Yeah, wait. So, yeah, actually, yeah. Hold on. Continue. Well, to be fair, there wasn't an awful lot. Look, it was a huge family dilemma at the time. <laughs> Um, I don't really know what else they wanted me to do because, you know, I'd been all around the Midlands uh, for physio, for, you know, different tests. Admittedly, yeah, I've I've done all the surgery, I've done everything, and admittedly I've not been like some of these people that have gone, you know, to all the London hospitals, literally, I think the furthest I went, yeah. I don't know. Living Kent. Yeah. I, th- I think, yeah, I'm trying to just put his hand up saying, like, he's been. But then I can't really say shit because I've been to America. So I... Yeah, and also, <laughs> yeah. And, and, but I was speaking to my colleague about this as well. And we were saying part of that is massively like Constant. your privilege as well. Like, yeah. not, not saying all, oh, you know, yeah, we said privilege, privilege, but it is your just, your, your privilege. Like, Alex, you're from the Midlands, so you went to all of the local Midlands hospitals. And yes, there are some specialists down in London, but like Charlie got to go to London hospitals because of where he lives. And it's also like he was in a position where his 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 family were in the position to to um, fundraise. They didn't they didn't just pay to go to America and have the operation done. They fundraised for for years and did a lot of hard work to get to america to have the sdr operation because they were refused it in the uk and like even access to the physio a lot of yeah. people you would be relying on the nhs to supply that and particularly now nowadays like that's yeah, really no difficult and it's like trying to say that someone didn't work hard enough to be able to be more able quotation marks of like 
um, with their cerebral palsy, then oh well, you kind of gave in basically. Yeah. Yeah. Is like absolutely ridiculous because a your body's different and b mm. it's it's the access to the support that you can get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I'm lucky because literally, like the Leicester Royal Infirmary and also the General Hospital in Leicester are, you know, have done me incredibly well and I mm-hmm. I would never say I was lacking in care. I mm-hmm. wasn't. I had the regular physio. I had access to all that. I had access to orthopaedics. You know, they were... I, at the time, I didn't think they were great. I thought it was really <laughs> annoying. Yeah. But, you know, it's only when you look back at it and you go, actually... I'm not doing too badly here. Um, yeah. mm-hmm. And I think you've got to put yourself at, it's like we were talking, like Alex has had one foot turned and tendons cut and things like that. But mm-hmm. like he, I said, we, we've had this chat, like he wouldn't want another surgery. No, I'm not doing it again. Because he, f- he found that although it was helpful, that he doesn't, he doesn't want anything else, which I, is fine. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that pressure though, that he should, do that or like yeah. you've got to do everything you can yeah it's that whole thing as well of like sorry to cut you off but it's yeah. that whole thing with like you adapt and overcome so like you have that surgery you come back from that surgery and you find a way that works if that way it works and you're happy like people always ask me like oh, why don't you use my walking brain more and i'm like as gina said i find that using my chair it gives me more mobility and more i'm able to do different stuff rather than trying to use my walking frame and falling over every five minutes mm-hmm. um so like it's just that whole thing when people can't wrap their heads around i've got a system that works leave me the fuck alone mm-hmm. yeah <laughs> I, I guess it also leans into that whole conversation about like mobility aids and actually like wheelchairs are often seen as kind of giving in but actually it's freedom because you're not pushing through pain barriers to continue walking or to continue using walking frames or sticks or whatever it may be um, to keep yourself like from using a wheelchair. Actually that restricts you a lot more than when you can use a wheelchair and then you're not in the same pain. You've got a lot more independence and like people just don't see that. And it's because maybe they're not in that situation, but yeah, it, it just baffles me that there's so much within the kind of cerebral palsy community where you're all you're all kind of fighting for the same thing to have a life that it works for you and that you can enjoy your life like that's the goal right you just want to enjoy your life it doesn't matter you know like most people (laughs) so it's mad that it's almost pitting against each other for oh, well, no, you'd enjoy your life more if you walked. No, I'm quite happy, thanks. Yeah, <laughs> and it's the same thing like you were saying. Like Alex has sometimes because he can walk, but he can't walk unaided and he is quite unsteady at times. <laughs> so sometimes like he falls over a lot and as he's getting older, you're injuring yourself more and yeah, more by doing is. that. So now he has like, well, you, do, you still don't use your chair inside, but because we live in a house and that would be pretty yeah, tricky, challenging. Yeah, yeah. But like we've spoke about like when we want a bungalow and like putting things in place going forward possibly because <laughs> there's, a, there's, a debate, <laughs> there's a debate happening no. uh, <laughs> i didn't agree to a bungalow that was a full conversation just between your eyes then <laughs> alex wants a house but it's not sensible to have a house 
is it? Bro. We've had this conversation. Houses are overrated anyway. Why? Honestly, I mean... Get everything on one level. I understand that, but... You've got to remember, you've got to be ready for when she gets old as well. You're not going to be able to carry a child downstairs, are you? I'm going to papoosh. A what? A papoosh. I still don't trust you. I don't even know what one of those is. What is a papoosh? carrier. Oh, okay, okay. You should have just said baby carrier. Yeah, I know. Or you just fit a slide in, right? Just put a slide in the house and be fine. Yeah. Can I just, just, not to fight Chloe's corner, bro, what are you going to do if one of the kids injures themselves? you got to try and get up those stairs as fast as you possibly can. Yeah, exactly. It's not very sensible. And then I said, like... I mean, I don't don't mean to out you. I mean, like, I don't (laughs) bro-code to thing, but... (laughs) <laughs> oh, it's all right. No, I, I, I've got nothing against bungalows. Uh, yeah, well, we well, stayed in a lovely bungalow that wasn't a granny's bungalow, was it? That was beautiful. Which one? In Norfolk. Oh yeah, no. I, I, That's what I imagine when I think of it. Not an, you know, not an old grandma's one. I mean, can I say? I, can I, say, I actually, yeah. yeah. So with like. Me and Alex, Midlanders. Midlanders? That's not a word. We're Midlanders. <laughs> I would say that bungalows were few and far between where I was from, and it was always, like, older people yeah. living there because of accessibility and because yeah. of, like, not needing to do stairs. Like, I didn't know many people in the bungalows, but there was a couple of bungalows at, at the end of my road, but I think they were, like, council bungalows. I have no idea. But I didn't see loads of bungalows, whereas here yeah, there's in, loads of bungalows. They're in popular demand, even oh, with people who don't, which is I, annoying. It drives me nuts. People like, who don't have mobility issues or disabilities want a bungalow. Like a lot of families are after bungalows so that they can basically build on it, and yeah. you get more space from a bungalow. But which is a bit annoying because for some people that it's not a choice; it's <laughs> literally yeah, just essential. But yeah. yeah, there is some nice ass bungalows down here, Alex. Like, trust me, it's much more. Yeah. I, I don't know why it's trendy down here, mate. They're, I don't they're know why, but there seems <laughs> to be so many more bungalows down here and nice I, bungalows. I have genuinely yet to see a nice bungalow that isn't multi million. Well, not, but up there. Well, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They are expensive. They're luxury. The they're luxury, and that's the issue. They're like. They're luxury, but they're essential for a lot of people. But then, as I say, they're in demand at the minute for like just families yeah. and people who, like, yeah. people who want a family. I think, and as I say, it's because of the space you can build upwards, you can build outwards. Yeah, I think um, the hardest. I mean, the thing that I, we really lucked out on was before I was even around. Mum and Dad had a bungalow, so luckily I've never had that issue of shit. How do we get accessible housing? Because it literally is. Although mine is what you call. Hob- isn't it a goblin bungalow where it's gone upstairs? Oh yeah. Um, yeah. But my parents' business, uh, my parents' office, and their bedrooms upstairs, so I don't really need to. Need, I have no need to go up there. So I'm like, hey, you guys crack on. I'm going to stay down here. <laughs> For us, I see like if we wanted a house, this conversation took a tangent. But um, if we wanted a house, we would have to have a lift. But yeah. then you're relying on the lift working. Mm-hmm. I mean, exactly. it's a bit different for I think household lifts because you would have like on-call people mm. but um 
we would have to have like what they call like through the floor lifts. Yeah, I think the thing is like everyone goes get a stair lift, and I'm like, first of all, I'm I'm with Alex there. I'm like I don't want to look like Deirdre, so I don't really want a stair lift ideally. But then also on the flip side, they're like, oh yeah, get a stair lift and have like a wheelchair at both ends, and I'm like. All that takes is Gina doing washing and moves the wheelchair and forgets to move it back. Yeah. And then I'm like, um, small, I mean, she does that to me already. Like, I'll say to Gina, yeah. can you swap my frame with my wheelchair? And then I'm just like sat on the toilet. Like, can I, can I have some form of equipment, please? <laughs> <laughs> you just wander off. <laughs> like, move the frame out of the way and wander off. <laughs> I do that with uh, Alex's stick. So he has a couple, uh, two sticks downstairs and two sticks upstairs. So wherever he is, he's got sticks. But sometimes I forget and I just, well, I don't do it that much. My, My dad, dad is yeah, the worst, worst. And Alex gets somewhere and he's like, can someone help? I've got nothing to go. I can't. Yeah. <laughs> I'm stranded. <laughs> yeah. It is. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you had a stair lift, I don't know but the wheelchair would have to stay in the same place until... Yeah. You needed it. Yeah, so like the wheelchair could not move from that place because I'd have to be able to transfer over to it. Yeah. Crazy. And it's crazy, crazy. I don't even know what, what we, the point we were making before no, we started talking about Bumble We ended up on the house. <laughs> I'm intrigued to know, actually, Chloe, what's like been the biggest thing that you've learned since you and Alex have been dating? Chip, Graveyard and Chips is superior to anything. Oh, yes. Oh, no. Yes, Alex, no, 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 no. <laughs> no, I mean, I was going down the disability route, but now we're going to open a separate can of worms. <laughs> oh. Alex talks funny. Um... <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't know. I think just being able-bodied, although I have been around like disability a lot as a kid, I think, where some other people haven't I have been exposed to it but like my mum's disabled but she's not she has got a physical disability but it's not like I find it harder because she's got like a chronic illness so some days she's like bed bound and some days she's can get up and walk around so it's hard mm. but I think it's just constantly thinking about accessibility that when we were especially first dating it almost you just you just kind of expect it, and then something you realise that it's not it's not there for a yeah, lot of places. Yeah. Um, and also, I think what was hard was other people's perceptions. I found that hard because I find it hard that people seem to think if you're disabled that you can't be a good partner, and yeah. that whole like thing. And I, that like used to really upset me, but now I just kind of don't really care because. No. At the end of the day, people that know us, like my family and Alex's family, they see, like, everyone says we're, like, two peas in a pod. Like, we are, like, I know it's it's cringy to say, but, like, we literally fit together so well. We always say that we make a functional human together mm. because yeah. well, we're just scrambled. But you're, you're <laughs> me- you're, Sometimes I wonder how you got to where you are with your memory. So I think that's how we balance out. Oh, what? Because I have really bad memory. Yeah. I was going to say with um, Chloe's point, though, it's like it's insulting and degrading when you have to validate your relationship mm. every time so, someone like finds out you're with someone who's disabled because you, they, they immediately think like, oh, that's an unbalanced relationship. Mm. And you have to almost validate your relationship or why you're together every time. Do yeah, you find, like yeah, and like yeah. it gets exhausting. But I mean, I think obviously we've 
we've been together almost six years you've been together for four years so we're probably in a similar place of like now it's just like fuck off yeah <laughs> he's exactly. a great boyfriend fuck off yeah <laughs> exactly if pe- if people is that's their attitude then I honestly think that I don't want to like talk to you very much yeah. I know that's like arrogant to say but I'm thinking if you really believe like disabled people like and you've got backward views on it like piss off like I don't yeah I don't, yeah I don't, I don't, I don't need off. to communicate with you yeah yeah so it's worse as well, yeah. really. the only thing I get satisfaction from is those people and they and they realise like how much I do do. Like we had it with um someone that you know. We drove down for to Cornwall for a funeral and one one of the people goes, Oh like how did you like bear in mind they're like, Oh, it must be nice to come down to Cornwall, get a break with Charlie because you can get support and everything else and I'm like, Okay, first red flag. Second <laughs> then they're like, So how did you guys get down here? And they're like Gina, Gina's like, oh, Charlie drove. The sheer <laughs> shock on their face. Wait, Charlie drove? Mm-hmm. What? Wait, how? <laughs> it's just like, yeah, yeah. and that that that's the only satisfaction I get out of it. It's like, okay, now I get the joy of like tearing apart your argument. Yeah, yeah. I had that with a builder. Um, we recently had like an outhouse built. Um. My mum and dad, and it just so happened to be leg day at the gym, and this particular um, labourer goes to the gym that I go to, knows the people I work out with, and but we never really cross paths in the gym. And he said, "Oh, mate, you you going to the gym today?" And I said, "Oh, yeah, mate. Right, yeah, today's the day." Um, I said, "Oh, it's leg day today." Man's world crumbled in front of him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he tried to work out how I could do leg day. Yeah, yeah. Um, I do, and it's it's always a bit funny, like when you're on the leg press, almost like watching to see people almost looking over in confusion of like, this guy's getting on the leg press. Yeah, <laughs> literally. Like, we, yeah. we we go to the gym sometimes, like together, but <clears throat> rare. <laughs> we don't think I'm swimming because um, yeah. I like swimming. I'm a bit of a, and to be bit fair, of a swim body. I? I don't really go to the gym for the gym. No. Uh, the gym is a more sociable thing than a fitness thing for me, which is awful, but it's true. It's I'm so conflicted. I think the... Um... I think there's a lot of pressure on, like, if you go to the gym, you've got yeah. to have a certain goal or, like, a certain... Yeah interest like and it's like no you can just go to the gym and do exercise for the sake of doing the exercise and yeah. staying fit or staying healthy like you don't have to be losing weight you don't have to be doing it just to yeah, yeah have yeah, a sure. goal like yeah. <laughs> the point where i had a t-shirt made to stop people staring at me that literally says the name of my personal trainer and then underneath it it just says accessible marketing but now, as I say you went into the gym when we first got together no, no. and now you're worse than me yeah no. to be fair I, I used to be like a bit of a gym body and then um, I don't know I just kind of fell out of love with it I know that sounds really like thing I just yeah, got yeah. lazy to be honest and then I I say lazy, like I love walking the dog, like that's my that's my piece. Like, I just go walking for miles and I just like taking yeah. a steady walk really and just 
Me and the dog. <laughs> me and Alex yeah. sitting there like, oh, well, that's not very inclusive, is it? Yeah. Like, that, to be fair, that's what I'll take nice. Alex with me if he wants to come. He doesn't. Yeah. So Alex yeah. is like, no, I'll stay and play PlayStation. Thanks. Yeah, I'll put him on the lady. <laughs> <laughs> We're getting a bit of an insight into you two now. Okay. Thank you, Dad. Yeah, that is. <laughs> wait, wait! Did he just say we're a lot kinky? Now you got, now you got to clarify that. <laughs> no, just because she said it. we're a bit kinky, joking. So, <laughs> um, I'm just conscious that we've been going for like over an hour, so I thought I'd hit you with the last question, which I ask every guest, and I didn't actually pre pre warn you, so I, I apologize. Um, is what's one piece of politically correctness that you really strongly agree with or disagree with? Go on. Um, you can both well, go, by the way. Yeah, go on, Chloe. Ladies first. Oh, I was going to say um, this whole thing that disabled is a bad word. Yeah, I'm, I'm with that. Yeah. Just mm-hmm. because, like, everything now, people are like, oh, accessible, which is fine. Like, there's nothing wrong with the term accessible. Or, like, the word handicapped. I hate that word. Oh, 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 oh. <laughs> and I know that it's used in America, but, like, my uncle even said it the other day, and I was like, you don't use that term anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, how old are you? D- dinosaurs still exist. Mm. Yeah, exactly. Like, Because um, he was t- he was basically talking about how his friend's handicapped, and I was like, no, 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 you're disabled. And he was yeah. like, no, I say handicapped. I was like, no, we don't say that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, they haven't said that in years. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that would probably be mine. People are always like, oh, don't say disabled, say differently abled. Yeah. Or superhero or some other bullshit. It's so interesting because it's like, it's mostly non-disabled people, but it's also Mm -hmm. some disabled people who have that view. But it's it's that internalised ableism within society that Mm -hmm. thinks the word disabled or having a disability or being disabled is negative. And it's like, no, it's not. And that's what we need to change, the narrative Mm. of, like, of being disabled opposed to the actual word. It's the narrative around being disabled. Like, yes, you can be disabled and proud. You can be disabled and happy. You can be disabled and confident. Like, disabled isn't a bad word, as you just said, Chloe. Yeah, exactly. Retweet. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) What's yours, Emma? I don't know. So, sort of, don't well piggybacking off your point, Claire. I always find it quite funny because every couple of months there seems to be a new word on the disabled toilet. <laughs> and that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but one thing I would say, and I don't know whether it's not politically correct or not, is to the disabled community as a whole. You know, I've had issues where I wouldn't necessarily say that I'm that proud yet of mm-hmm. my disabled identity. Will I ever be? Who knows? As I say, meeting Chloe and, you know, Sticks in Copper is really the first time I've properly engaged with whatever this community is, mm-hmm. you know. I'm I'm still learning it, you know. Mm-hmm. Am I particularly proud to be a disabled man? No. Would I give you 
10 different things about my personality before I mention the disability? Yes, but that doesn't make me any less disabled and it doesn't make me any less willing to have the conversation. I hope that in a couple of years' time, six months' time, I can go, I am a proud disabled man. But in the meantime, don't count me as the enemy. Don't, you know, lecture me. Don't, you know, I'm here. I'm learning. I'm growing. You know, I'm trying to engage. Yeah, yeah, like sticks and copper was a big thing for I know it quickly, but like was a big thing Alex wanted to do just to kind of he's always kind of ignored the disability I know in a way and he actually wanted to kind of engage with it and he was like, Can you do it with me? So I was like, <laughs> Okay. But um I think it's good that everyone everyone's learning at the end of the day. We all get things wrong, yeah. don't we? Um I think that's an important thing to say. Oh uh, yeah. I think just... it's like if you're not if you're not proud of your disability like you can't be part of the disabled community and it's like exactly. no that yeah no you, you can still be part of the disabled community and learning and growing yourself yeah. and if if it's the if it if it's something you don't even mention about yourself it's like 10 personality traits and disability isn't part of that then that's fine because you're still a person yeah you're just also a disabled person yeah. and that's fine <laughs> yeah exactly yeah I mean, I know I said last question, but I'm just intrigued. Clay, what's your like view on that whole thing with Alex obviously being at the, uh, in the middle of his journey? Did did have you got any like? How did you feel knowing that Alex isn't quite at that point yet? Um, I think I find it hard that. I think I say this to Alex all the time that he should be proud of the things he has achieved, like disability or not, like he should just be proud of things he's achieved in life. Yeah. Um, because like, I think everyone has different challenges in life, whether you're disabled yeah. or not. Like we all go through things that, you know, not saying one person's worse than the other, but like you, everyone should have that sense of actually I did that. And like, yeah. you know, I think that's wh- where you've got to change your viewpoint on it and being like, I did that anyway like it doesn't matter that you're disabled but you did things that you know you've got a degree that it's very hard getting a degree you know it's not the end of the world if you don't have a degree either but you know you wanted a degree you went and got a degree that wasn't because you're disabled that's just because you worked hard to get a degree and I think you need to change that focus a bit um and I find that hard sometimes because I'm like just be proud of yourself he, Alex yeah. can never, ever, ever, like, I, I'm probably guilty of it too, to be fair, but I, you can never actually just be like, actually, I did that, like, go me. Yeah, um, I'm just as bad. But then, as we often say at my work, take the wins where you can get them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, exactly. And I didn't mean to turn this into a therapy session yeah. for Alex, so I <laughs> no, apologise. Honestly, I could, I could go on for, for a while about it, and I won't. It's just... <laughs> I'm more I'm willing to have the conversation a lot of it still confuses the ever living whatever out of me (laughs) like and you know I'm there for learning you know I will go at my own pace and I'm open to the conversation Mm -hmm. don't come at me with you know your high horse opinion (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> just not you two, but like the community as a whole. And I would genuinely—I might do this on my podcast. I would love to actually talk to people 
about what they're proud of with their disability. Because the things that I'm proud of haven't got anything to do with disability. And I would love to actually sit down with people and go, right, why are you proud to be a disabled human individual? And I might do that in one way or another. I just haven't quite worked out how. But- <laughs> I think the inter- interesting thing with that is often, sorry, like, I was just thinking about it, and like it's that whole thing of what we've achieved is almost that much more impressive because of the limitations or the, the boundaries that we have to get past to achieve that thing. So, like, for example, getting a job as your average Joe is fairly fairly challenging, but it was also fairly straightforward. Add a disability in the mix, that gets 12 times harder. So yeah. it's that that is, I think, where, for me, my disability comes into a lot of stuff because it's like, yeah, but you could literally, like, it's that whole house thing again. Karen, you can walk into any house you like, providing you can afford it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah, so like the same with job. Like you've had this argument. You could able-bodied people can have any job they want, technically, in a way. Most jobs, you know. I've not do it. Do it. I've not. But now, oh dear, oh dear, I've not technically signed the contract yet, but I have actually got a job. Ooh, yes, well done, Alex. Yeah, um, you can't say you're unemployed anymore. (laughs) I don't know when it will come out, but yeah, I'm. I'll hold off to you sign the contract, don't worry. Maybe, maybe by the time this comes out, I will have signed my contract with the BBC. <laughs> um, yeah. Ooh. So, we'll see. And that that's a disability thing. And I'm I'm grappling with that. Um, yeah, so, you know. Is that with, um, oh, what are they called? Oh, what's the, the disability arm of BBC? What's it called? Oh, they've got a whole arm for Access. it. No. No. Uh, Mm, God, that's going to really annoy me. Right. Uh, ouch. Uh, what? Ouch. BBC Ouch. Is it with BBC Ouch? No, it's not. It's with uh, BBC Radio Wales. I'm moving to Cardiff for two months and going to produce radio programmes. Yes, for- that's like oh, your dream, cool. is it not? <laughs> yeah. Little awesome. one, Alex. Um, so- but it was, um, it was a thing that they're doing for disabled people. Um, so... You and then we had an interview, and it's got the job. So, yeah, wicked. Well done, bro. Thank you, both. Also, take the wins where you can get them. As I say, um, so yeah, not very disabled. Well, not very proud. Disabled man gets a job surrounding disability. Disability sounds like a good headline to me. Clickbait. Yeah. Um, oh, but it was lovely talking to you both. Yeah, it's been lovely. Yeah, definitely. Thank you so much for coming on. Um, and it looks like it's actually worked this time. So, like, okay. actually, before, before we do that, oh, I, was I always give guests a chance to plug themselves. So, where can people find you <laughs> <laughs> before you cancel the recording? <laughs> Charlie was like, remove your hand. <laughs> um, go on, Alex. Uh, go and follow Sticks and Copper on Instagram and TikTok if you want to see uh, more of us. Uh, I you don't ru- have to. I run a podcast called the Brennan Audio Podcast available on all good streaming platforms where I talk to creatives about their creative processes. I also occasionally discuss disability and we need to get you two on that too at some point. Yes. Um, but yeah, uh, it's been lovely 
this morning. Thank you both so much. It's been fun. Thank you. Thank you. And go and put gravy on your chips. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Not Quite Podcast. Please make sure you follow us on TikTok and Instagram to get regular updates about the podcast.